hello, hello. My name is Rula Jessica, and I am here to remind you that you don't need to look for love because you already are love. If you don't know what I'm talking about, keep listening to Lessons from Love Addiction. So, forgiveness. Now, let me tell you, as a Scorpio, sitting down to do this episode made me feel wildly uncomfortable. And I love that for me because it helped me see where I'm still holding on to resentment. Just practicing non-forgiveness in my life. Unforgiveness? Before I truly realized how damaging holding on to resentment and not forgiving people in my life was for my own self... I would tend to my resentments like little pets. I would nurture them. I would contemplate how I could possibly seek revenge on people that had wronged me instead of practicing forgiveness. But anyway, what is forgiveness? Why is it important? And what does it have to do with love addiction? Forgiveness. Let's get into it. So if you've listened to other episodes, y'all know by now that I have been in and out of 12-step programs for a portion of my adult life. I'd probably say six or seven years before I could finally get sober from my various addictions, uh, last of which and most painful of all, my love addiction. And in a lot of these 12-step programs, the phrase that I would hear coming up over and over and over again was making amends, making amends, making amends towards people that we had wronged, you know, asking them for their forgiveness, for hurting them. And while, of course, I do believe that asking forgiveness, but genuinely, authentically, right? Like truly being humble, not trying to control the other person's perception of you or get them to take you back in order to manipulate them, like actually making amends, accepting responsibility for how your actions brought them pain or chaos, admitting your fault, changing your behavior, demonstrating that healing has begun and making a conscious intentional effort to rebuild trust. That's what making amends truly is. Not like expecting something in return, just honestly trying to get right with someone that you've harmed morally ethically is very important but the person I realized that I needed to make the deepest and most meaningful amends to was to myself I needed to forgive myself if I was going to stop acting out if I was going to stop keeping myself trapped in these codependent situations or chasing people that were unavailable emotionally to me I was going to have to forgive myself and once I did My addiction started falling away one by one. So I'd like to preface what I'm about to say with a quote from Marianne Williamson. And if you don't know who Marianne Williamson is, I highly encourage you Googling her. Her work is phenomenal, life-changing, extraordinary. And she spoke about unforgiveness and said that unforgiveness, which by the way, I'm just now finding out is an actual word, but she said unforgiveness is like drinking poison yourself and waiting for the other person to die. Now let's unpack that. The best example I could see of this in my own life would be with one of my most serious relationships ever. We were living together, talking about marriage, like super committed. And we grew apart. We ended up growing apart. And 
this person ended up getting into like another super serious relationship not even a month later after us being together for years and years and years making all these plans and i could not get over that what i deemed betrayal for years because in my own head i was like am i really that easily replaceable am i so worthless that you can just move on like i was nothing like has this breakup not affected you in any way like i was devastated after that particular breakup like my entire world had completely fallen apart mostly because a lot of my identity was wrapped up in that relationship as well it was like early 20s situation where you're still kind of like figuring out life you don't know exactly what you want to do like as a career yet and he was like really ambitious and i kind of just like wrapped myself into his career ambitions and didn't know who i was so when we broke up not only was this relationship taking away it was like my identity had been taken away in a sense so it made it even harder to get over and then the fact what him moving on so quickly brought up for me it was like this deep sense of unworthiness right one of my core wounds not feeling good enough I felt like if I was just good enough, then I would have been a lot harder to get over. I would have been a lot harder to replace. So I couldn't forgive him for replacing me. But when I really dug deep into that pain, I couldn't forgive myself for letting that breakup and the resentment I held towards myself for not feeling good enough or letting that breakup reinforce this notion that was already inside of me that I'm not good enough. So by me holding on to this unforgiveness towards him, which was essentially a reflection of the unforgiveness I had towards myself for letting this breakup determine the level of self-love and self-esteem I had, let it determine my identity. I couldn't forgive myself for that. So with non-forgiveness, with holding on to this resentment, I held on to the shame of unworthiness. And then from shame came the self-sabotaging behaviors and the cycle of acting out ensued and by acting out that's like recovery speak for basically engaging in like compulsive avoidance of my own self through engaging in destructive behaviors of which I would later be ashamed of and then would further fuel the cycle of acting out and shame flagellation self-fulfilling prophecies etc etc so I hope you're still following me here (laughs) so the cycle of alcohol abuse and substance addiction all of these things for me went hand in hand and were just used to cover up the pain of not being able to forgive myself forgive him forgive other people that had harmed me in my childhood in my past or relationships after that he had moved on so quickly or so i'd perceived and i saw him posting you know all these pictures with his new girlfriend i was going insane like i i couldn't take it like my ego had taken such a hit i was very lost in my own life i had no idea what my purpose was i hadn't discovered spirituality yet i was very very deep in my alcoholism well actually i wasn't deep in my alcoholism that was actually like kind of the beginning of it so funny story i end up going to london to meet up with my best friend because i was just absolutely devastated heartbroken i hadn't seen her in so many years and she's like come visit me like come to london come stay with me get your mind off it we'll go out we'll party 
whatever i was like sounds good i fly over there from california we have the best time but obviously i'm bitching and moaning and crying and being super depressed and depressing and to her credit like i must have been so annoying but she was just like loving me through the whole process but anyway i I end up meeting this guy that lived in london we met at a bar we ended up talking and really had like great physical chemistry we had nothing in common he was an Aquarius so yeah we were kind of from different dimensions if you know you know (laughs) but yeah safe to say was purely like physical chemistry no mental or emotional chemistry whatsoever between us however you know we meet he's like hey let me buy you a drink we end up sitting at this bar we're talking i write down my number on a napkin kiss the napkin because i was wearing red lipstick he saves the napkin we hang out all that week at the end of the week he's like let's go i have a surprise for you we go into a tattoo shop he tells the tattoo artist he pulls out the napkin that i had written my number down on that first day we met with the kiss mark and tells the tattoo artist that he wants to tattoo the kiss mark on his neck and we're talking on like one third of his neck like it was huge He tattooed this lip mark a few inches below his face. I thought this was the most romantic gesture anyone could have possibly done at the time. Remember, this is a rebound and we've known each other for a week. So what do I do? I tell him I want to get a tattoo to match his but i wasn't about to get his lips on my neck so i wanted to do something cute and like match what i thought was his intensity at the time and now in hindsight i'm realizing that that was actually extremely unhinged but (laughs) so now and this is important i never had a tattoo before so i'm like to the tattoo artist i want to get something to match his but like i wasn't like so extreme to like get something that close to my face so we're kind of like throwing around ideas and then the tattoo artist like pulls me he's like can i talk to you he pulls me into another room he's like are you sure you want to do this you've never had a tattoo before because i was like is it gonna hurt like what is it like like what is the aftercare like i was kind of panicking a little bit so that's why he took me aside he's like are you sure you want to do this like mind you he knew this guy so spoiler alert he was a player and the whole situation ended up horribly um so he knew this guy he knew was up he sees me clearly clueless out of my league have no idea what i'm getting myself into with this lifetime commitment of like ink on my skin for this dude that i had known for a week at that point and he's like are you sure you want to do this i'm like yes 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 i'm in love and he's like right so anyway i get it done have this on my skin i did get it covered up like i got this c formed into like supposedly a half moon inside of the heart so i can kind of like trick myself into believing that it's a moon instead of you know the first letter of his name but moral of the story I have to practice self-forgiveness every time I look at my arm now because even though I got it covered up, I know that that was one of the most love-addicted things I have ever done in my life because getting a tattoo of someone that I met on vacation, so this was like not only a 
fling this is like a rebound fling in a different continent that should have lasted like a few dates and it ended up lasting months on and off and do i regret it no because i believe that everything happens for a reason and it serves as a reminder to not act on impulse in the future but is it a great reminder for me to practice self-forgiveness daily or actually multiple times a day whenever it comes across my vision absolutely and then once i made the conscious decision to release this anger and this resentment which is forgiveness essentially because I realized that forgiveness wasn't something that was just going to happen to me. I wasn't just going to wake up and not be hurt anymore by these situations or people or experiences. It was a conscious decision to just release all of this baggage, to just let it go, to just drop it and move on, keep walking forward towards the light. It was a conscious, intentional decision to not be angry that's what forgiveness was for me it wasn't something that just happened it was a choice of course it's a process it wasn't just like oh i choose to forgive all of these people and now i will ride off in the sunset happy ever after free and unencumbered by any negative experiences henceforth no absolutely not it is something that needs to be done repeatedly repeatedly every single time an emotional memory came up for me that disturbed me i would need to forgive this person that had harmed me i would need to forgive myself for holding on to the resentment and it needed to happen over and over again until this emotion until the emotional charge of this experience no longer affected me and that's when i realized that my pain had turned into wisdom when i could recall certain things certain experiences or even think of certain people and there is no emotional charge left there's no physiological reaction in my body that's when i know that i've truly forgiven them and more importantly that i've truly forgiven myself for allowing myself to be in this experience if the fault was my own in whatever circumstance because of course of course there are circumstances that a lot of us have lived through that are completely unforgivable that we should not have lived through that are unjustifiable however holding on to negative emotions due to these experiences that were not in our control only serves to hurt us further and to perpetuate the cycle of pain instead of getting us out of it and then like on a subconscious level i realized that by holding on to this pain and not forgiving myself i kind of personally would justify why i would remain in these situations that were unfulfilling because i'm like okay well i deserve this because you know xyz happened so clearly i'm not a person deserving of good things so i might as well stay in the situation because i don't deserve anything better so do you see where i'm going with this how holding on to resentment so unforgiveness leads to self-shaming which then leads to self-sabotage which prevents us from having good things and good relationships so when we see it in that light forgiveness is the cornerstone of happiness and most importantly it is one of the key ingredients for getting over not only love addiction but i would go as far to say as pretty much any 
addiction stems from some sort of unforgiveness that is lodged deep in our systems, deep in our psyches that we cannot release. And for me, I realized that that was me not being able to forgive myself for feeling unworthy, for letting my circumstances and relationship determine who I was and determine how happy I could be. While some things are definitely unforgivable or more difficult to forgive than other things, forgiving someone for their actions doesn't mean that their behavior was okay. It doesn't mean that you're enabling them to further hurt you. It just means that you are ready to move on and release the heavy weight and the baggage that this experience has brought into your life that is holding you back from happiness. That is the point of forgiving someone. And I might as well throw another quote in here, one that I love from the Buddha, which says, forgive others, not because they deserve forgiveness, but because you deserve peace. So forgiveness helped me be able to live in the present moment. Forgiving myself freed me. It was the greatest gift I ever gave myself, honestly, because it freed me from my own past. And while I thought before that holding on to these resentments and nurturing these fantasies of revenge made me stronger, helped me suss out whether, you know, someone was going to repeat this cycle in the future. I thought it made me savvy. Didn't actually make me any stronger as a person. It just made me more bitter. It just made me more pessimistic. It put a cloud over who I actually am. It obstructed my true essence holding on to resentment. And of course, this is not an easy process. And a lot of us can feel almost terrified of even beginning the process of forgiveness because there's so many other uncomfortable emotions that we may need to go through before we can even begin to apply the light of forgiveness to situations that we've been through. However, there's no endeavor that is more worthwhile than releasing something that holds you back. So I do encourage you to move past the uncomfortability, to move past the emotions that are blocking you from experiencing the delicious freedom that forgiveness brings. And really, when all is said and done, life is so short. Like the human lifespan is so short. So it's like, let's just let go of all of this pointless shit that is bringing us down and is not bringing a smile to our face and that is preventing us from experiencing the magnificence of life and the abundance that surrounds us literally every single moment. Life is way too short to hold on to resentments that are basically bringing us physical problems, emotional issues. And if you doubt that holding on to psychological resentments affects your physical and emotional bodies i highly encourage you to look into the research on how all of that is correlated it is fascinating but basically if you're like me and you believe that our thoughts shape our reality and we become what we think then there's no other choice there's no other way to live life than to look for the joy 
in every moment that is readily available to us. Once I had finally let go of all of these things that had been done to me that I could not forgive, I was able to see with clarity what is there for me to get done in this life, what remains to be done. So when I stopped focusing on what had been done to me, I was able to understand what I am here for, what the universe needs from me, needs me to do. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Lessons from Love Addiction. Love donations are always accepted. And if you enjoy the show, please don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast.